Welcome to the Shutterbug Life Podcast. If photography is not just something you do, but who you are, this is a place for you. In this podcast, we talk about everything you need to be, do, or have to reach your true potential. Let's celebrate the creative photographer's lifestyle with your host, my dad, Linford Morton. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Shutterbug Life Podcast. This is episode number 22022, and glad you are joining us again on and starting your week with the Shutterbug Life community. My name is Linford Morton, but of course, you can call me Lynn, as all my friends do. And we have a great podcast in store today. Now, I'm starting a series called Saving Your World with Your Photography. And I I know normally we'd say saving the world, but I wanted to make it just a little more personal. Saving your world. Of course, this, I was, I heard a quote uh, recently from a pastor, Andy Stanley, I think it is out of floor, out of Georgia. And he says, uh, do for one what you would do for everyone. And I, I really like that approach. It's sort of along the lines of the, you know, think global, act local kind of a, a mindset. And so this is, this is sort of where we, where this, um, saving your world with your photography comes from. And, and these series won't be linear, meaning it, it won't be, you know, three weeks in a row, one, two, three, four, but you know, the number of them will be ongoing concurrently, meaning we'll hit, we'll do one. Now we'll come back in a few weeks and do another, you know, part of it. And then maybe a few weeks down the road, we'll do another one and they'll all be interspersed. I started another one called, um, what to do with your images or what to do with your photos. Um, a few weeks back and uh, I'm planning to come back to that one as well. So we'll have, you know, we'll have a couple of these series sort of ongoing at the same time. And I think that, um, I, I, you know, that, that approach doesn't tie us down too much and uh, allows me to react to interesting things as they come by. Now, today, the saving your world with your photography will focus on the efforts of a help portrait of Baltimore and, out in Baltimore, um, no, well, Help Portrait is is sort of, sort of a a worldwide movement, but I, I found a group in Baltimore who was doing it last December, and really was just so impressed with what they did. So I thought I would invite them to come and share some of what they've learned, and so that's what we will talk about in this episode today. <laughs> All right, so when I walked into the uh, Helping Up mission last December, I had no idea what I was in store for. And it is, it's so interesting because I knew there were photographers in there and I knew they'd be volunteering in some kind of effort. I knew they were trying to help out the community and that's about as much. I didn't know what to expect. But when I went in there, I was just blown away with, with, the number of photographers I saw volunteering and other people in the, in, in the creative community, I was blown away with just how well organized it was, it was run and how everything was just working just so well. I was 
I was blown away with the work being done, the people who were being served and how, how their lives are being so impacted. And so, you know, I, I was able to, I was lucky enough to grab a hold of the organizer, um, Wes Linda while I was there. And he was just, just bubbling with so much information. You know, he was so generous sharing with me everything that they'd done and what they'd learned and, and some of the pitfalls that they'd overcome. And now they've got it running like, like a really smooth machine. And I thought, man, this is something I need to bring and share with the Shutterbug Life community. And so he was gracious enough to join us for for this week's episode and talk in detail about what he's learned out at Help Portrait Baltimore. So, Here's Wes. Hi, I'm with Wes Linda of Help Portrait Baltimore. And Wes, are you on the line? I'm here. Awesome. So glad you could join us. Uh, we want to talk a little bit about the Help Portrait and, and specifically Help Portrait Baltimore in part of our series on doing good and saving your world with your photography. Um, Wes, before we get started, tell us a little bit about you. What's your photography background? Um, so I, I got introduced to photography by my father as I was a child. He would, we lived in eastern Tennessee, and he would go out and photograph all the old mills and in the mountains and everything like that. And so that was the first point that I really kind of knew anything about cameras, but I didn't, I didn't really take off with anything. Um, I did a little in high school. You know, I think everybody went to the photography class, and, you, you know, you go and you got your dark room and all that fun stuff. Um, but I, I kind of got more into it once I had kids. My sister actually gave me a old digital rebel of hers years ago and, um, started photographing my kids and then it's, it's grown into, um, really I enjoy doing portrait and headshot work now. I've, uh, learned a lot from, uh, probably the last few years I spent being mentored by and learning from, uh, Peter Hurley and really kind of focusing in on that headshot realm. Okay. Um, and so, uh, was it last year, I guess almost a year now that I became one of his headshot associates at that headshot crew that it, he has up there. And it's, um, oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's, it's, it's been a lot of fun and he's, he's taught me a lot and taught me a lot about how to think beyond the camera, you know, more of the interacting with your subject and, and how to get them and capturing them in a more natural light. So, uh, that's where I'm at now. Probably the majority of the work that I do now is either headshots or portrait stuff, and I absolutely love it. I have to come back and talk about that one because I, I love Peter Hurley's videos. Yeah, he's he's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So tell me, first of all, let's let, let's sort of do some defining. What's help portrait? And uh, and yeah, what is help portrait for those who aren't familiar with it? Sure. So help portrait is an it's an international maybe movement would be the right word. But basically what it is is photographers and, and makeup artists and hairstylists and v- general volunteers as people kind of get together and you – the basic goal of Help Portrait is to find someone in need and give them a portrait, right? So um, that might mean in, in an organization. It might mean uh, at larger scale for us here in Baltimore, uh, we found some local organizations that – we've been able to work with on a regular basis that allow us to go in and kind of give of the skills and talents that we have to hopefully in, in improve someone else's day. Yeah. And, and I got a chance to see 
um, your your setup last, I guess, December when you had your Help Portrait Today, and it was quite impressive. And looks like you're doing a lot of good there. I was I was quite impressed. Um, how long have you been involved with Help Portrait Baltimore? So this upcoming year will be my seventh. Uh, there's it's the eighth year for Help Portrait here in Baltimore. I think it's the eighth year for Help Portrait, but it's the eighth year for Help Portrait here in Baltimore, and it'll be my seventh. Wow. So. So wow, that that's been quite a bit. Tell me about like just to, let's go with the last one. Uh, what did what did you do? What did you accomplish? So this past year, we had two sets of volunteers. We actually had two locations that we ran here in Baltimore. Um, I, I'm a part of a larger uh, site called Helping Up Mission, uh, which there are they are a men's program in Baltimore City. It's a it's a live-in program. There are about 400 to 500 men that live on site. It's a one-year program they go through, and it's uh, mostly dealing with addiction, uh, treatment, and withdrawal, and whatnot. And we go on site, and um, they're very kind to let us set up in their sanctuary, actually. It's a very important space to them. We set up, I think we had, I want to say 10 stations this year, and we did a, a total of 147 appointments in four hours. And so appointments are not necessarily one person. It might be an individual. It might be a couple. It might be a family. Um, but that would be a, uh, you know, a group or a single person, and that would one time slot. So we did 147 appointments, and what we, what we do for each one of those is we have photographers that spend time with them uh, or to get a, a quality photo of them, and then we print them out 8 by 10 and deliver them uh, in, a, in a small kind of frame for them. And then uh, our second location is uh, House of Ruth, which is a, an excellent organization working with uh, um, abused and battered women, getting them out of bad situations and helping them trying to get off on the right foot in a new one. Um, and we have a smaller team that works there. And I think they have 20 or 30 appointments each year. They have a kind of a limited, um, all of the women live on site with their families uh, so it'll be women and, and children. And so our team goes in there and we actually have hairstylists and makeup artists that go in and kind of pamper the pamper, pamper the women a little bit. And then they go in and do the same photo session. And then we have a little bit nicer of a frame and whatnot for them for their session. Mm-hmm. And, and so tell, why is this, why is this important? So to have a, a, a photograph taken of these of people when they're, I guess, in, in need. So I think one of the things that I think some of us might take for granted, especially those of us that are photographers, is just that you've had your photo taken or that you've been able to capture an important or uh, nice time in your life with, with a camera and gotten that printed or whatnot. And, and the reality is, is that there are a number of people that simply haven't. Mm-hmm. Uh, they may not have had a portrait or they may not have uh, been in the best condition. They may have been, you know, still addicted to drugs. They might have been in an abused environment, whatever that might be. And so um, the real importance that comes down to this is that it's really – it really is moving to some of these individuals of just being able to get uh, a portrait. Some of the um, – some of the more poignant moments is had a, a gentleman that came at – this was at Helping Up Mission – um, three or four years ago, um, I guess probably three, and uh, I didn't work with him. It was one of our other photographers and groups who worked with him, but he 
came in and, you know, he had entered the program to get clean or whatnot. And his mother had recently passed um, and he was pretty, pretty upset about that. But he had told his mother that he was getting in the program to get clean so that they could have their their first photo. Right. Like this family wow. photo, of him and mom clean. And so she passed before he completed the program. Hmm. And, um, you know, he went, he came and he asked us, which obviously we were like, of course, but he came and he asked us, can I go get, um, he wanted to go and get a photo that he had of his mom so that he could have a portrait with his mom. Ah, so he and, posed with the, with the portrait. Correct. So he brought the photo down and shot so that he could have his photo of his mom. And those are, hmm. Those are moments that if you're working with paid clients or otherwise, you're just probably not going to run into. And these are people's lives that you just – they may not have this opportunity if someone didn't come in and give of their time and their skills. And and we have tons of these types of stories. We have tons of stories of you know families that it's the first time that the sun has been clean and they've had a, a family photo with everybody clean, right? Mm-hmm. Or even it might be their first family photo or things along these lines. And – as photographers and whatnot, we may take that for granted just because, hey, I've got a camera. I can set it up with a trigger and I can shoot. Or if you're financially stable, you might be able to afford to pay somebody else mm-hmm. to come in and do a nice family portrait or whatnot. But not everybody's in those same circumstances um, all the way through life. And so I think this opportunity to kind of um, give someone something they may not have had. But I think probably the real value is just being able to – to really love on somebody for even if it's a small amount of time, but just being able to um, make someone feel like the center of attention for a, for a period and, and hopefully give them something that they can remember this moment of life moving forward. I, I imagine it must also impact the self-esteem, you know, raise a little self-esteem to, to, to get that kind of attention as well as a, you know, a picture of them looking their best. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would, I would, I would, I would definitely agree. I think one of the things that we, one of the things that we do at Helping Up Mission is, so I'm typically running around like a madman trying to make sure that photographers are okay and all the, just kind of everything's going okay. Um, and uh, we have a group of volunteers that will work up front. My wife leads those that are kind of our hospitality, mm-hmm. right? So they they greet them when they come in, they sign them in, get them set up for their appointment. But when they go out, they kind of stop them and they ask them about their portrait and they ask to see it and, um, mm. you know, kind of feedback and whatnot. And yeah. just the pride that most of these guys or these families have when they get to show that photo, um, it's a real statement that that self-esteem, I'm absolutely, you know that you're adding some value mm-hmm. in, in watching their response because – um, you know, they, they have never had anybody go, no, you can't look at my photo. They're, you know, they're extremely proud here. Yeah, absolutely, man. You know, and they're, they're extremely proud of those moments. And then when you, uh, you can see it's, it's, it's great. So at helping up mission, they don't, um, their families can't visit all the time, mm-hmm. right? They, they only have certain time windows during the week that the family's allowed to visit. And that's on, on Saturday and Sunday from like 12 to four, one to four. It's a small window that they can get together with their time with their families. So the, some of these folks are, you know, they come in and they're spending their, their family time to come in and get this portrait. And so you see moms, you see dads, you see wives, you see kids. And there's just, there's just a lot of positive there. It's, it's, yeah. it's so rewarding. It's, it's hard to explain, but um, I mean, I, I, I genuinely feel like I am fed more from the day than, than the people I'm volunteering for. 
Yeah, I was always going to ask you that. So you, you sort of answered the question for me. It's like, as a photographer, what do you get out of this? And I, I guess it's, it's the, the ability to contribute to, as you say, love on somebody and feel like you're helping someone else out. Huh? Yeah, exactly. I think that, so we, you know, I think we've all had those low moments, right? Or those, those bad points in life. I know I certainly have. I've, uh, I've done and and been in stupid environments where I've, I've run myself into the ground financially as a, as a college student and whatnot and made bad choices and all of those things. And I think that um, having someone um, stop and, and make an effort to, to give of their day and whatnot is big for that person. But it, for, as a photographer, it's, 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 I've, I'm extremely blessed. I've got a beautiful family. I've got a great job. I get to mm-hmm. be a photographer. I've got all these toys. I don't have any problems in my life, mm-hmm. uh, you know, of, of any worth, right? Like, I, I have a really good life. Yeah. And um, it, it's really great to be able to share a little bit of that, of that with someone and and kind of go, yeah, I've, I've, I've been there. I may not be, have the exact same story. I may not have the exact same situation, but... I think we've all had that down point or that low point or that um, where we might have been struggling or whatnot. And and being able to connect with someone and, and add a little light means a ton to me. And I, I, I know it does for the rest of our volunteers. We've had some great experiences and we've had some great stories and, um, uh, you know, a ton moving from that. I, yeah. I, it's a lot of work, but... I kind of get frustrated at points in the buildup and the planning and the mm-hmm. getting things together. And sometimes I'm like, yeah, I'm done with this <laughs> to a degree and, and not really, but you know, I right. get there and I think we all do a little bit. And then I get to the end, you know, and you get to the end of the day of the actual help portrait day. And you're like, why did I ever even think that, you know, yeah, like this yeah. is, this is so worth it. This is so rewarding and so amazing. Yeah, I, I can imagine. So, and it's funny because I was just going to ask you to just take us behind the scenes a, a bit. So, you you typically do this on the Help Portrait Day, which is December seven or eight, somewhere around there. Any significance to that that time period or date? Uh, so they've uh, they've set Help Portrait as a national has set it as the first Saturday in December. Okay. So I think it, I think the primary thought behind that is just because you're heading into the Christmas holiday. And and you have a lot of religious holidays there. You have a lot of family time there um, with different faiths. So I think, for me, I would think that's probably the biggest correlation to that time of year. Um, one of the things that we as a group need are going to start thinking through is is going outside of that date because I think we have more opportunities that we're not um, that we're not jumping into that we sh- that we should. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that end of year is uh, it, it's I don't know if there's just I, th- I would say it's probably just the holiday, right? Yeah, like, got it, got it, got it. So when do you start working and um, when do you start planning? What does what the planning cycle look like for you? Um, so if we're good, if I'm good, um, <laughs> we probably start in June or July. Oh, six months, wow. Um, mm-hmm. A little bit, and it's not like more of just kind of chatter because there's, do we want to find more locations? Like, one of the aspects this year is, one, we verify the locations that we've been to that we're happy with, and then do we want to start scoping for other locations? And what's uh, involved in that, in scoping for a location? So we've 
so we've narrowed down over the years. Um, in the early years, we had done locations that um, would have been repetitive clientele. So there might have been a church in a local community or something. And we went back a couple of times. And we've kind of learned that the, the best locations for us are locations that have good leadership as an organization, number one. So they can help us plan and, and organize and whatnot, but has a turnover of people so that we can work with the same organization, but we're giving to new people each year. So that's a qualification of ours is that we're looking for places that one has space that we can work in, two has this leadership that we can work with, and then three has this change in our audience because while a lot of people will We'll be very thankful for this. We've had people get um, start to take it for granted a little bit in certain communities, and so we've walked away from that. And our goal now is to find places like entitled. You mean? I don't want to use the word entitled because I think I think it's very tough. I think that um, just ex- okay. Come to expect. There's I a little it. bit of an expectation there. There's Got like, it. hey, we did this last year. I'd like to do this this year. Like they there's there's a line of where the thankfulness ends and there's this expectation, maybe entitlement, but I I don't want to push it that far. Yeah. It's a loaded word, I guess. Go on. Yeah. But I think, um, so for us, our perfect location is something like helping up mission because they're, they're large, they have a good organization and they have turnover. Their program is one year. So it's very unlikely we're photographing anybody on each year that was there the year before. Um, Similar for House of Ruth. House of Ruth has a much shorter timeline that people are there. It might be six to 12 weeks. So it's, again, unlikely that we're repeating. So our our goal is to go out and really just do a lot of Google and kind of maybe chatting with organizations and whatnot, but looking for civic-minded locations that people are on site on the weekends because we're it's a Saturday and uh, have this ability to kind of find turnover. So we'll... I think that this year we're going to, we have a larger um, low-income senior living environment uh, that we're going to reach out to uh, that's a large size. I think they have four or 500 uh, units there that you have an audience kind of to pull from, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and others similar to House of Ruth are helping up. Um, the key for us is to find somewhere with that solid crew, reliable, good location, and a turnover. And then you have to go get um, photographers. Did you have a large network of photographers already, or how did you how did you do that? Just start hitting so, up the clubs. So this was Help Portrait Baltimore was started by Aaron Curtis and Mike Stogg eight years ago. It was before me. Um, I came in on the second year as a volunteer, not as a leader or anything along those lines. Um, and they they started that kind of those relationships, both of those guys are local Baltimore, Columbia photographers have friends and have, you know, kind of have a small network. And then I think from the combination of what help portrait and Jeremy does promoting on the social level, it's Jeremy uh, Cohen, and then right? kind of everybody talking about it, it grows. Right. Right. And you're talking, Jeremy is Jeremy Cohen, who is the founder of the help portrait international. Correct. There's uh, the correct. Jeremy is, is a, what is a celebrity portrait photographer um, and started in him and uh, uh, Kyle Chowning and uh, um, I think uh, Annie are the three that started it. But Kyle does a lot of the logistical stuff 
and uh, Jeremy kind of he they do a lot of promotion socially, so a lot of people actually come to us on our website and asking to get involved or on Facebook asking to get involved. But we also reach out. Um, one of our big supporting groups is the uh, Creative Exposures Meetup here in Baltimore, which is yeah. a large photography meetup run by uh, Art Silvergate mm-hmm. and um, and others. He's not the only leader, but um, uh, he's our interaction point. And they have been a, a great source of photographers as well as they've made donations each year of the photo frames for Helping Up Mission. So we have kind of just this whole community. It's kind of like, I guess our, our biggest growth has been word of mouth and just kind of people getting involved and then it, it kind of growing. Because, you know, as you meet photographers or if you're in a meetup or whatnot, sharing and, and going out. So at this point, I think um, I think last year in 2014, we had a total of, I want to say right around 80 or 85 volunteers between the two locations. Um, so we had a really healthy group. Oh, and uh, we actually have a local uh, local college. I don't know if you're familiar with Stevenson University, um, but one of our one of my friends, uh, Sarah Joy Verbal, is a professor there, and they they actually bring a whole crew. They actually bring like their photography um, students. They all come out on a bus and and shoot for us as well. So there's a lot of a lot of resources you can go out and find people. Yeah, that sounds good. I, I I learned about you guys through Arts Meetup as well. Um, yeah, good guy, good and a good meetup. It's a quality group of people. Yeah, I really like what he does out there in Baltimore. Um, awesome. So, if someone was starting a meetup in their neck of the woods, and uh, what would, what I guess what are the three biggest potential mistakes they might make? Um. Okay. Yeah, like, like it, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I, you know where I'm I going with this? Say, like, you know, yeah. what would you tell yourself seven years ago about what you know now? Yeah, I think so. Um, the one is it, it, planning is crucial, right? Like having an understanding, learning from other locations about what works and what doesn't. One of our biggest struggle early on is we had all kinds of different printers. Um, in the mix. So we had HPs, Canons, whatever, different sizes, different inks, different, all of this. And some of them would print faster, some of them would print slower, or the, some of them, you know, the inks don't match up, any of those types of things. So planning and supply coordination is is big. The biggest thing that we've learned is we've unified on um, what printers or type of printers that we use so that in a single location, all of our supplies are the same. So our paper is the same for all the printers. Our inks are the same. And then that way, if we need an extra cyan over here and a magenta over here, we don't have to think about did this one individual bring enough ink for their printer. We kind of have those supplies in place. So that planning of, one, finding that right organization and having the supplies and whatnot correct and having a system in place is uh, the, that big overview. And then yeah. a lot – the reliability of the volunteers, like finding quality people. Um, you can do more with less good people than you can with a lot of meh people. Uh, yeah, no and so uh-huh. getting people, you know, really being communicative as a leader to make sure that people know where, when, what's expected of them, right? What their role is going to be. A lot of people are, am I going to be photographing? Am I going to be a, a, um, a photo editor, am I going to be hospitality? What are these types of things? 
So there, all of those things, communicating with those volunteers, giving them roles, communicating with them, letting them know the details, being open and and constantly communicating is is key to making sure that you have the right volunteer team on that day. Yeah, I can imagine. Wow. Um, yeah, I, it just looked like such a – when I saw so many people bustling and so many people being served, it looked like it would be quite the administrative – I don't want to say nightmare, but challenge, I guess is a better word. Well, it, I think when we were learning and, 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 and screwing up, yeah, I think <laughs> now now we're very comfortable with our system. Right. right. We're, we're, I know what, where – you know, we have our, our process down, and that's that's extremely helpful, knowing, okay, we get this many setups. Every setup gets a printer. Um, this is your role as a team. And, you know, now that we've worked through all of those pain points that we've experienced in the past, um, you know, this year was by far the most nonchalant year I've had yet. <laughs> wow. You know, where I felt I felt really almost at points – I don't want to use – I wouldn't use the word unneeded, but just, you know, everybody was working. Everybody was doing their job. Everybody was – knew what to do and, and you know, it was – it was it's really nice once you figure out that system and process and you get it yeah. in place, then it's easy to repeat. That's a beautiful thing. What kind of support do you get from the help um, portrait, um, I guess, headquarters for lack of a better word? Um, so their their support level because their help portrait is kind of a, a grassroots conversation. I see. So each of each site kind of does its own fundraising and um, supplies and all of those types of things and planning. So uh, the primary I guess value that we get out of the help portrait national is one they obviously have some tips, tutorials, and paperwork and everything and marketing materials if we want to use them available to us through their site. Um, there are forums that you can kind of ask questions and get support and whatnot on. Uh, but I think the biggest value probably most recently is they uh, switched over to a donation system from an organization called Pure Charity, uh, and it has made it a lot easier to raise funds. And, you know, so that uh, one of the things that people may not realize is Help Portrait is a nonprofit. So if you donate to a Help Portrait event, it's tax-deductible. It's a you know all of that type of stuff, yeah. And for an event, it's extremely important that we get donations because all of the time of the volunteers is is you know everybody's just volunteering their time. If we have printers, we've bought them as a group. If we have paper, we've bought them as a group. If we give away frames, we've bought them as a group. Ink and all the supplies. If we buy food, if we buy uh, coloring books for and crayons for kids or whatever, um, all of those are things that are expenses that we have. And so being able to easily kind of guide people to a donation was was really big and that that pure charity piece has been great because we can set up a page at our video talk about what we're doing and then we can have people share it all over and then people know that they're donating to something um real you know mm-hmm. like it's a, an actual nonprofit with a real goal and and whatnot and we're not just kind of um randomly asking for funds and whatnot but there's some value in the donations and, and such so uh that's Probably the biggest piece most recently that I've felt that the that national has provided is just that making it easier for us to to raise the support we need. That's great. Um, so did 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 I understand that in Baltimore your the organization there has their own nonprofit status? 
No, just just Help Portrait is nonprofit, not okay. The individual locations. So the Help Portrait National is nonprofit in the U.S. Got it. Okay. So no, we're not our own organization in in any way, shape, or form. We are solely a group of volunteers. Got it. Okay. Good. Well, anything? Did I miss anything here? This has been a lot of good information. Did I have I missed anything? No, I mean, I just I think from my perspective, you know, I would I just would want to thank a lot of the vol- all of the volunteers that we've had. Mm-hmm. You know, without the time and energy that you know the eighty hundred. 200 people that we've had over the years that have come out and supported us, it, it doesn't work, right. right? And and that's probably the biggest thing, and and especially the work done by the planning group, uh, that's that's the most uh, that I'd want to say thank you for is just all of these people that have come together and helped make it such a success. Do you guys do like a big party at the end or something, or what do you do? Uh, we, so we kind of we've done parties and whatnot rolling up, and I'm I'm actually uh, I'm in the hunt for a new house uh, at the moment, and I have plans of doing a, a I want to do a big help portrait summer bash. There you go. Um, later in the summer, I'm hoping that we find something soon in a minute, so that we can have a nice nice environment to do that. But we kind of do regular get-togethers, and I, it's kind of tough doing after help portrait because you run right into Christmas, and then right. New Year's and whatnot, but um, I, I definitely have a plan to do a, a summer bash, but I don't have any details yet. Awesome. Good. Well, thank you so much, Wes. This has been really, really, um, for me, fascinating, and, and I'm really interested in learning more about this. I remember I told you that I was planning on starting one in D.C., and I'm still thinking seriously about that. So this was uh, really helpful for me as well as I ponder how we bring help portrait to D.C., and I guess anyone else out there in the audience who might be thinking about bringing Help Portrait to their own community, I guess they just go to the Help Portrait um, headquarters website and start there. Yeah, I mean that's that's definitely the starting point is the Help Portrait dot com, and uh, there is information there. There's there's actually like a page at the top that says Start Here, um, and that's definitely the best place to go because the first thing is is a lot of times there might actually be a group in your city and you just may not know about it. Right. So the first step is just figuring out who's around you and going from there, but they have, you know, how to start a group, find a group, all of those types of things. And then lots of planning resources and whatnot. And I'm happy to, to be a resource. You know, as I shared, we've got, I've got, this will be, I've got six years under my belt and this will be my seventh coming up. And we've certainly learned a number of lessons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, so I'm happy to share those and 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 help anybody else get a group going and and join up with something that's extremely rewarding. Great, thank you so much, Wes. Appreciate no your problem, time. Man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you helping us uh, expose the work we're doing. Thanks again to Wes for that interview. Wes is just so incredibly generous, and as you can tell, he's a really nice guy as well. I hope you were inspired by that to do a couple things. I know I was. I was really inspired when I left him in December because I went away and began doing research on how I might, you know, participate in my own help portrait um, uh, effort in Washington, D.C., but, you know, as I asked um, Wes during our our interview, 
if you feel that move, then I would encourage you to go to the Help Portrait uh, International website, help dot help hyphen portrait dot com. And there's a start here button and, and literally you start there and it will tell you everything you need to do to either find who's doing it in your community or start one if no one is. I did some research and found out someone was doing it in Washington, D.C. in the past and and um, they are no longer doing it. I, as a matter of fact, I emailed uh, the the organizer last year and said, "Hey, what's going on with this?" And he and I got a response back saying, "We're not doing anything with it anymore. We've we've had to let it go." And so I think knowing that, I'm going to pick up and start one in in the Washington D.C. area. So I've secured uh, helpportraitdc.org, and at that site, if you go to that site, you can see our our page where we're getting started. And really at this point, all it is is a help wanted sign. Meaning I, I'm looking for other volunteers, people who were similarly moved and inspired by Wes's uh, story and want to do good. If you're in the Washington DC area, I'd invite you to, to, to help us create our own movements in this community by just going to help portraitdc.org. And, and there you'll see what I'm, um, a couple of lists you can sign up for, uh, most the immediate need probably, well, yes, the, the immediate need will be for a planning committee because, uh, you know, many hands make light work. And so I think if we can get a, you know, a good nucleus of people together who want to, who, um, pour themselves into an, an, an effort like this and do some good, then I would certainly welcome you. And then the volunteers, people who would help work up until that day, well, mostly on that day, whether you're for hairstylists, photographers, makeup artists, these kinds of things, there's a list for you to sign up there as well. I'm going to invite um, the business community, if you're out there, to also participate by by sponsoring either some of the equipment we'll need or just underwriting it. There, there are a number of ways to jump in. And at a minimum, you can just click to tweet and share the love with your fans and friends, okay? So um, that's helpportraitdc.com. I'd love for you to join. And uh, thank you, Wes, and uh, the Creative Exposures Baltimore Meetup for the inspiration to also get involved. You guys just do some in, incredible work, and I'm I'm just so glad to know you guys. Now, thanks again to you for listening. Uh, I'm going to ask you to get involved. If you are working in, in, a, in a help portrait, um, if you're volunteering with help portrait anywhere else in the world, and you have some experiences, I'd love for you to share them with us. Go to um, the show notes page, and that's at shutabuglife.com episode 22. You can go there directly by going to bit.ly forward slash zero shutabuglife022. bit.ly forward slash shutabuglife022. Or again, just going to shutabuglife.com forward slash podcast and then finding episode 22. You can search for it in the search bar. All right, so that is um, it for this episode. Now, if you enjoyed this, I'd invite you to subscribe 
which we publish every week and uh, usually comes out on Sunday. So go ahead and subscribe at shutterbuglife.com forward slash subscribe. And then I can send out an email reminder when the new episode posts. And if you listen to podcasts on iTunes or Stitcher, there, we're there too. So um, go to itunes.shutterbuglife.com to go straight to the show page. And, of course, if you're on Stitcher, just search for the Shutterbug Life podcast and you'll find us. And, and then if you are on either of those two platforms, I invite you to do two things. One, subscribe. Two, leave a, uh, a review because those are helpful also to us as we try and do good in our own world. So that's how you follow and subscribe. And then in between the episodes, I'd invite you to join our community on Facebook FB, as in Facebook, fb.shutterbuglife.com will take you straight there. Send me a request, and of course, I'll let you in. And then we share our images and our uh, thoughts and, and experiences, and we get creative you know, uh, feedback on our images and all kinds of fun stuff. So join that community and, and continue the discussion with us. If you are in the Washington, D.C. area, you can come shoot with us in person with at our Shutterbug Excursions meetup, you can see uh, the link there, shutterbugexcursions.com, and come on not and join us. And if you want to learn, you can join me. I teach at in Washington, D.C. in workshops. I have a night photography workshop coming up um, in the, uh, early next month, June 6th around the monuments, and that's usually a fun one. And then if you I, – I also do private coaching either in person or by phone or Skype. So you've got plenty of options there. Just um, you can find more details at shutterbuglife.com website. All right. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you had you enjoyed this. We do this again every week, and I've got another great interview lined up for you next Sunday. So – Have fun until then, and I'll see you next Sunday. Enjoy your Shutterbug life. Take care. 